The Chad Prather Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Surf the web with peace of mind. Sign up now at expressvpn.com slash watch Chad. Hey, it is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show here from your favorite studio, Studio 22. We are going to have some fun on this Monday evening. Fun and informative, I might add. But, I mean, that's what we do every night of the week, right? Of course. You're supposed to answer in the affirmative. I want to encourage everybody, if you're a fan of the show, if you're a first-time listener, if you have just stumbled upon us by accident, or if you are somewhere in a concentration camp and they're forcing you to listen to us as a means of torture, when you get free, go over to where podcasts are offered, specifically Apple Podcasts, and leave us a five-star rating and a good review. Uh, We deserve it. We want it. We need it. It helps keep us in the rankings in the news category of podcasts. And it's, well, we have a lot of vanity and narcissism here. You know us. But anyway, I want you to do that. It's hugely appreciated. And if you haven't already, go and subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Chad Prather, you'll find it. It's easy. I'm everywhere. Folks, we got a jam-packed show for you today. I'm excited to welcome a couple of guests on tonight's episode. We're going to be talking to the co-host of Fox & Friends, New York Times best-selling author and good friend of the show, Brian Kilmeade, about his new book, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. comes out tomorrow in paperback version, and it's got some extras in there you don't want to miss, uh, especially if you're a Texan. This is Texas history from a real, true storytelling narrative perspective that you do not want to miss out on. Um, we're going to talk to him a little bit about how the folks at Fox News are handling the pandemic, what's life like in New York City, the idea of new normal for life after COVID. But first, we're going to talk about the true implications of COVID-19 because, yes, we realize that thousands of people have died across the nation. Uh, and we've talked about that in many, many episodes. We've talked about the physical aspects of it and the numbers behind it. We've had medical doctors in here to discuss it. But I want to talk to you today, and we've got a guest who's going to talk to you about the spiritual, the mental impact of this huge change in our society. Self-isolation, depression, increase in substance and spousal abuse. We're going to be talking to my friend Brad Hunstable today to discuss the loss of his 12-year-old son as a result of the social isolation mandated by the onslaught of this coronavirus. And we're going to share his story on how we can help each other through the unseen pandemic of mental health. So it's going to be eye-opening, and it could be, I say this with all honesty, life-changing episode here on the Chad Prather Show. In addition... To their generous support of Mercury One, Patriot Mobile has gone above and beyond to help Americans stay in touch and loved one with loved ones during this difficult time by lowering their prices even further. If you signed up for Patriot Mobile, you want to. I'm telling you, don't let the day go by. Right now, their U.S.-based team is standing by to design your customized family plan for as low as $25 a month. Patriot Mobile shares your values. They're never going to charge you hidden fees. And unlike the big mobile companies that are out there that we won't name that you've been using for a long time, they're not going to give some of your hard-earned money from your bill away to places like Planned Parenthood or 
gun grabbers or any of the leftist causes that are out there. They're patriots, folks, hence the name. So get the same reliable nationwide service and support. A company that shares your values, supports your constitution, puts people for profits. Switching is easy. You can keep your plan. You, get, you keep your phone number. You keep your phone. You can buy a new one if you want, but hey, right now they're going to make it easy for you when your family joins this freedom-loving group of Americans. They're going to waive your activation plus send you a free gift with offer code CHAD. So call 972-PATRIOT or go to patriotmobile.com slash CHAD to get your customized family plan today starting at just $25. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash CHAD. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, welcome back. Um, We've talked about this whole coronavirus and COVID thing from every single angle. We've poked fun at the situations. We've laughed at it culturally. We've been serious about it. We know that it's a real thing. We've had doctors on the show. Uh, There's so many different angles. And at this point, it's been around long enough that it's affected everybody in some way, shape, or form. Either you're being inconvenienced by having to wear a mask or you're having to stay home because of an underlying condition. Or various things are happening in the in regards to people you might know, uh, people who have it, people who know people who have it. It, it. It's just it's a crazy thing that we did not expect to ever be a part of, and this is something that's going to go down in history as a once in a lifetime, if not once in a century, type of event. Uh, who knows? There, nobody really knows, but we do know that it's affecting people and some more than others. And today, I want to welcome onto the show a guy that maybe you've seen on social media. Uh, you've heard his story. If you haven't, then you're in for um, something really, really eye-opening, heart-wrenching. And this is this is one of those angles about coronavirus that I don't hear anybody really truly talking about it. And Brad Hunstable is joining us via video here. Brad, thanks for coming on the show, man. You guys, uh, first of all, how, how are where are you today? Hey, Chad, th- thanks for having me. I'm in uh, I'm at my parents' house in Granbury, Texas. Uh, just we're we're from Alito originally, um, but I'm I'm just just. Uh, I guess just to the south of Alito and Granbury. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, Alito is just west of Fort Worth, Texas. A lot of folks think that's Dallas. It's not. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I just like your background there, uh, making Peta mad with the uh, with the animals and the fish and all that stuff. It's my kind of place. Yeah. Uh, Brad, you guys have kind of been through the ringer here lately. Not kind of. You certainly have uh, in what I would consider to be the parents' a parent's worst nightmare. And you did a video that said my son died because of coronavirus, but not because of what you think. How do you? How did you summarize that? What, how? How? What happened? Yeah, I put the video out, and I and I, and I knew the um, title would be a little bit controversial, but 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 I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we we started the lockdowns, you know, months ago, um, we sort of went to this de facto martial law, um, and and what we've learned is that the impact of that is not just the actual virus, which is horrendous, and people are dying, um, but there's a much broader impact. Um, I mean, you could call it collateral damage um, or whatever you want to call it to to all sorts of situations. And I, I suffered a, an absolute tragedy. Um, mm-hmm. my, my son was 12 years old. I took his own life. Um, and, and, 
it was a combination. And I said, I said it's because of coronavirus or COVID, um, because I, 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 I attribute part of it. There's a whole host of reasons, but I attribute part of it to the social isolation, which just is not normal, not part of the human condition. And, um, and then, and we can talk about the reasons there were, there was a lot, there's a lot of reasons. Um, but I know that my son had been in school, you know, he'd be, he'd be alive today. Um, that that I can guarantee you. And how old was your son? He was twelve years old. It was uh, three days before his thirteenth birthday, yeah. um, and and took his life. And what uh, the, the trigger was? He broke his monitor on his computer again. Um, been playing Fortnite a lot. And the second time he broke it in a couple months. Um, like like I used to do. I don't know if you used to play. You know, Super Mario or Zelda or Mike Tyson's Punch Out or anything, but you know those little controllers that we trunk them. You know, and somehow he did that. Got mad um, and, and and broke his monitor and, and just not not understanding the finality, not 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 understanding the the permanence. Um, and and we don't even we don't know all the details. It might have been somewhat of an accident. We can, we don't know for sure, but but they did something um, that he got himself in a situation he couldn't get out of and. Um, had to bury him just after after his birthday. Wow. Well, obviously, we are certainly sorry to hear that. That's a tragedy. And and as a parent, I can't imagine a worse nightmare in that situation. And I don't think that people truly understand the implications that this has on so many people, and it affects people so differently. You know, I, what I have said in recent days is we can look at the physical aspects of something like a coronavirus and say, okay, people are getting this virus and they're getting sick and it's affecting their, you know, it creates an inflammation that physically does this to their lungs or that to another part uh, of their respiratory system. But what we haven't done is taken a look at the spiritual implications and impact. We haven't looked at the mental impact. Your video, your circumstance really opened my eyes to see that because we're seeing people who who now we're seeing an increase in domestic violence, in suicide, in abuse. We're seeing it in things as simple although they're very complex when you get down to it in obesity in alcoholism people who have been sober are now going back because they don't know what to do with themselves there's frustration plus they're losing businesses they're losing relationships uh, opportunities are going away there are certain jobs that are out there that will never come back uh, this isn't something that's going to be fixed in months this is something in years and you talk about something where here you have your young son, 12 years old, 13 years old, uh, in just a matter of days, and, and he's trying to cope with a situation that obviously he doesn't, it, he doesn't understand. I'm 47 years old, and Brad, I don't understand it, right? Um, and, and so you look at these things, and you try to say, what can we do? After going through what you've been through, have you gotten to a point yet where you can put that into a or processed it where you can look at it and say to other people this is what you need to be aware of or signs you need to look for or this is what you need to do yeah i know <clears throat> man it's, we're, we're i'm two weeks into this thing yeah um two or three weeks and it's still fresh and and, and i'm i'm not an expert by any means um obviously we made some mistakes or we wouldn't be sitting here talking mm. um but what what, what i have learned um, and what I believe um, is that mental health um, is, is a is already already was a pandemic, 
Um, and, and this isolation, this, this the virus has, has created a tsunami. Um, that I, Chad, I'm not kidding you. I've, I'm getting hundreds, if not thousands of messages. Mm. Um, and it's not just me. I mean, tons of messages, people saying they're sorry. Don't, don't get me wrong about that. But I'm talking about the messages from the 16-year-old boy who's thinking about taking his life. Yeah. About messages from someone I went to high school with who sat their daughter down and found out that she was a cutter and depressed mm. because of my video. Um, I'm talking about the, the the people who have lost their 12-year-old, 13-year-old to suicide in the last month. Mm. Uh, I mean, it, my mind is being blown. Um, if you look at the CDC number 2017, which has been the one earliest I've been able to, the latest I've been able to find, the second leading cause of death from 10 to 14 is suicide yeah. in that year. And four, 15 to 24, it's suicide. And 25 to 34, it's suicide. Um, and and so we have a we have a, a, a real challenge and and so what what I so, so what are the solutions to your, to your larger question? Um, I don't know that I have all the answers, but I do know this: um, technology is advancing faster mm-hmm. than our brains can keep up with. You know, I'm in the tech world. I I, I started a, a company called Ustream back in the day, so right. I, I was loosely involved in this this movement. Um, I, it's just I can't even keep up with what's happening on TikTok and all this sort of stuff. Um, and, and parents, I just think, I think there's a lot of, don't understand what's the, the ramifications of, of letting your kid get on Fortnite for hours at a time, um, letting your kid be on TikTok. And look, what the problem, the other problem was that they're, they're in the isolation. That was the only way they could communicate with their friends. Yeah. Right? I mean, FaceTime, TikTok, I mean, as Fortnite, this is, this is how these kids interact, but we don't, we don't know the long-term ramifications on, on social and emotional development. Um, and so, um, I think the first step is just to have conversations. That's what mm-hmm. I've been telling them. The conversations matter. Just sit down and talk. Some people have showed showed their kids my video, which is which is very very blunt and very emotional and very gut wrenching. Um, and so that that may be good for your family, but but yeah. But if not, just talking is sort of step one um, because that sort of leads to the path of understanding, listening, and, and then from there you can go get help, professional help, or or go get tools yeah. to help solve some of these issues. Hang right there, Brad. I want to come back. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're sitting down, uh, hanging out with Brad Hunstable, um, incredible viral video that's out there uh, talking about his son who died from coronavirus, but, he, but the virus isn't what killed him. Um, and I got a couple of important points, some questions I want to ask you, but some more things, because you never know, situation like this, how many lives you could be saving, Brad, through this message. Thank you for the vulnerability and the boldness to to. to to do this we're going to come back in a second but hey while you're spending at home folks don't just think about your future do something about it it's a great opportunity to get a degree from ashford university it can help you have a brighter future ashford university's online bachelor's and master's degree program allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule at ashford expert faculty teaches real world skills and real world experience from the comfort of your own home you can use online classes to build for life's twists and turns you can pursue a degree to help you with a brighter future in one of Ashford's 60 plus degree programs like business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology. 24 7 access to your classroom, daily support, financial aid available. Ashford gives you the tools you need to keep climbing. You are made for moments like these because you're um, hashtag tenacity made just like Ashford. Education's personal at Ashford University. Your success is their success. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required. So go today. Go to ashford.edu slash watch Chad. That's ashford.edu slash watch Chad and we will be right back. 
Welcome back. You know, five years ago, I sat in a car, in a rental car, actually, in Lexington, Kentucky, and I made a video that talked about my own battles with things like depression and what I did personally to try to help myself because, let's face it, there was a point in time in my life where I felt like everything was futile. Because of that, I've gotten a lot of messages over the years from people who are struggling with the with the concept of suicide. Some people who have attempted suicide. Uh, a lot of those stories I've told have been have been widely known. So you never know by telling your story what is going to help save a life. And so I'm thankful that Brad Hunstable is willing to be so vulnerable and bold to talk about this. This is a fresh, fresh wound, and our heart certainly goes out to him and his family in the loss of, of their son. And Brad, you said we ended on that last segment talking about one of the things is communication. I could not agree more with you on that. But you don't do you you don't feel like your son was necessarily going through a type of depression, right? It was just this isolation that you felt like he didn't quite know how to cope with this, right? Yeah, no, I think that's uh would be fair. I mean, what what's scary about what happened with my son? I mean, it, obviously if someone is having deep depression and they're 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 clearly someone that needs mental health um that seems like to me an easier diagnosis what was scary about my son i think not uncommon across kids of his age is there wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of signs mm-hmm. um this is a kid who was who played sports um this is a kid who was well known and well liked in his in his in his school um all of his friends parents went through all their phones there was zero indication all they talked about on their phones with my son was Fortnite and girls yeah. you know it sounds like that sounds like a 12 year old, 13 year old boy. <laughs> right. um, there, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't signs. I mean, he was, he was a little bit impulsive and aggressive, kind of like me, but I was too. And so the, 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 the scary part about this is that there, there is such a thing as I've learned as impulsive suicide, combine that with a gaming culture of, 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 and I'm not against gaming. I'm not sitting here. I'm not trying to say gaming is bad, but, but there is something about that's different about how we're developing our kids um that, that that's that, that that's a challenge and look we went to church we weren't going to church because of the virus yeah he wasn't playing sports and running it out like he what should have been um because of the virus um we didn't go we didn't we got we couldn't go to the xfl football games or season tickets that we had to meet him we're going to for the mm. first two games because of the virus and so the outlets became limited combine that with and this is my own mistake you know i've got a, a manufacturing company that does electric motors and we had sh- switched a big part of that to ppp Mm-hmm. manufacturing so i was working I mean, almost 24 7 trying to save lives there and so just it, it was just a it was just a bad deal and um and i'm not even sure he totally wanted to do it in fact i, I would be one to bet you if it if i had three minutes later he'd cooled off he'd he wouldn't want to be he wouldn't want to do it it was yeah. a pre-interest um and and, and what, what worries me is the amount of people who across the country who are, who are it's, it's this is this is not abnormal this is what every kid of that age group is kind of doing and mm-hmm. kind of acting like and if it could happen to me man it could happen to anybody mm-hmm. and that, that's what that's what that's what i'm trying i want to go out and solve and we formed a if it's all right chat if i can share Please. the website yeah 100 um we formed a website called haydenscorner.org um which actually uh, believe it or not evander holyfield is the one who came up with it um he, he who is a business partner of mine and in, in another company um, and he told me he uh, he said the four time heavyweight champion of the world is in Hayden's corner. <laughs> yeah, so I like that. Parody. Yeah, so we're we're we want to solve social and emotional development for kids K through twelve. How can we give them better tools, but also how can we have do gaming responsibly um, in, in a way that 
that doesn't have a culture of anger. I mean, I've got some ideas for Hayden's Law. I've been trying to get these lawmakers. Which here's what blows my mind. I've got 40 million views, and I can't get one lawmaker to call me back. Yeah. Um, and I'm a guy who's semi-well-known in Fort Worth, and I know I'm, I've done big stuff across the country. Um, I mean, there's some there's some smart things that we can do as a country. I'm not for government regulation. I'm a I'm a libertarian as they get in many yeah. respects. But man, there's some smart things that I think it, that society's got to do to properly make sure this next generation is given the tools that we we got because from a whole host of avenues that they're not getting under the current society. Yeah. Well, I can tell you from the perspective of the Chad Prather show, we can 100 percent tell you that uh, we're in Hayden's corner and I and maybe we can help change that in terms of, uh, you know, politicians and folks who have some pull uh, getting a response there. Uh, I'll be sending some text messages today, as a matter of fact, to some folks of influence, Um, because, again, this is as raw as it gets. This is not opportunistic. This is not something where you had a good idea one day and said, let's start this foundation. This is real. This is two weeks of this, of, of a pure nightmarish hell that that no parent ever wants to deal with. And so I think this is an important thing. And I want to encourage people to get involved in whatever ways they can. If anybody could spend a day, and I'm with you, Brad, if anybody could spend a day in my inbox because of me putting the messages out there that I have talking about suicide, talking about depression, various issues, uh, and just mental health in, in general, it would, it would frighten most people because of the stuff I get. And that's why I always encourage people. I say, don't send me the message. Don't send Brad the message. You got to talk to God. You got to talk to your counselor. You got to talk to your doctor. We're, we're not the people licensed to help you do that. And what works for me ain't going to work for you, most likely. Uh, but but you're, you're, maybe you're not dealing with anything. It's just circumstantial in, in, in the way that it was with, with Hayden, which is such a sad deal. Because I think, I think Brad, we all want to be able to just pinpoint and say, this is what went wrong. But that's impossible because you can't do that with the human mind. You can't do that. Nobody knows exactly in that moment what Hayden was going through. And that's that's what makes it hard because we can't wrap that up and put a bow on it. And I'll tell you, Chad, the the weird part about it was 30. I mean, I, I, my dad was over there. It was a beautiful sunny day. We'd been spent hours with Hayden repairing my water well. I'm out in Alita. We don't have water systems. So we, my well went down. We repaired it. And, um, he went up to his room. My dad left. My, my wife left with, the, with our oldest daughter to go pick up a friend. I went and took a call. And, that, and man, right, it was right above me in my office, right mm. above me in my office. And my eight-year-old daughter came down and um, told me he had hung himself. Oh, my God. You know, I ran upstairs, and I don't know if I missed him by five minutes or a minute, but it was, it was, it was close, man. And life is precious, dude. And, um, and, and uh, what I saw, what I went through, I don't want anybody, yeah. anybody, man. I, I, my worst enemy, I don't wish that on somebody um, to see their child in, in the way I saw him. And 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 and, and I, I can't do anything but, um, and my wife, you know, everybody mourns and grieves in different ways and she's born in a different way. But for me, I got I to gotta go save some people um, as fast as possible. And I think if there's any, 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 you know, silver lining in this is maybe Hayden wasn't my kid. Maybe he was God's kid and was here on a mission, and and now I'm part of his army. And um, I've been telling people when his eyes close, my eyes open. Yeah, and I think I can go save some people. Um, I've got, I've got again, I, 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 we're going to make a documentary. Um, there's already talk about a movie. I know that seems fast, but I'm 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 a CEO kind of guy. I see problem, go fix a problem. And I try not to sprint too fast, but yeah. man, th- we have we, this is a 
This they're not talking about it on TV at all. They're they're estimating seventy five thousand people are going to die in the near term from suicide, drug overdose, mm. and murder and things like that as a function of the pandemic. That doesn't even count the heart attacks that aren't being checked on, the cancer patients that aren't getting screened. I mean, uh, the you know I. I'm not, I don't want to get too political, but but my worry is we're, we're, we've taken one group suffering and just applied it to a different group, right? Uh, and, and so that that there, there's there's a lot of conversations that need to be had, and a lot of things we got to fix for the before this next one hits. And hopefully, it is a century long thing, but maybe it's an every decade thing. I, I don't know. Well, Brad, our prayers are with you. Uh, if I were with you, and I will be soon. I would violate the six-foot distance thing, and I'd hug your neck whether you wanted it or not. <laughs> uh, God bless you, man. And uh, uh, there's there's no words. There really aren't. Let's let's make a difference together. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm in Hayden's corner. We're going to flash up the website here. I want people to support what's going on, and 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 you know whatever platform we've got, it's it's yours. So you know, I, I want to be a part of this because it's it's such a vulnerable, like I said, and powerful testimony, and and you're still going through it. So God bless you, man. Thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Thanks, everyone. Hey, folks, technology's improved on just about everything. Phones, cars, shopping, you know. Mattresses, unfortunately, they've pretty much been the same since the invention of sleep. You deserve better. Uh, I deserved better. I made a change with my mattress. And finally, uh, with the mattress I got, it's the evolution of mattresses called Purple. The secret to Purple is the Purple Grid. It's a patterned, uh, patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. Uh, the purpose is that for it's it's for everybody to get comfortable. That's the beauty of the Purple mattress. No matter how you sleep. Purple's designed with over 2,800 open air channels, natural temperature neutral gel. You're not going to sleep too hot. You're not going to sleep too cold. It's going to be firm where you need. It's going to be soft in the places that you want it. Please, please, I want you to go today, share your experience. If you are a Purple mattress user and you've got that product, get over there. Tell them what you're most impressed by. Leave them a great review. You can count on resting easy night after night, year after year, because the ultra-durable Purple Grid won't sink or lose shape, and I can testify to that with my big old butt. Hey, Purple is so confident in what they do that every Purple mattress comes with free shipping and returns and a risk-free 100-night trial. Experience the next evolution in sleep. Go to purple.com slash watchchad. Use promo code watchchad. For a limited time, you're going to get 150 bucks off of a Purple mattress when you order $1,500 or more. Purple.com slash WatchChad. Promo code WatchChad for $150 off any mattress order of $1,500 or more. Terms apply. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody, on this week's book report. Uh, we're excited to welcome host of Fox and Friends and the Brian Kilmeade Show, Brian Kilmeade himself. Brian, thanks for hanging out with us for a few minutes, man. Congratulations on the new release of the paperback. Thanks, man. I appreciate the time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wish, I, I'm jealous of your studio and your look. <laughs> we what we've started calling ourselves around here at blaze studios is we are the expendable essentials like they'll still let us come in because they don't care if something happens to us right so we're one of the <laughs> few that still comes into the studio you got you guys have kind of been bouncing around how, how how's that been going for you guys there in new york trying to get the shows done no complaints you just said you know what it's like is it's hard to you you can't really interrupt each other because yeah. we're on different delays so if you, someone says something brilliant or bad, you kind of can't, you just kind of wait because 
they're a second ahead or a second behind. You say it, and they'll start talking, and then they'll stop, and then you go, and we've all seen that. So it's taken away a lot of the spontaneity of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but we're better than 99.9% of the population, so I'll never complain. <laughs> but the quality of the show, I think, uh, suffers because you can't get any of that, that real dynamic, the back and forth yeah. that we used to have on the couch. Well, you know, watching you guys and listening to you as well every morning, you're doing a great job with it in spite of the circumstances. I tell you, people don't realize when you're having a conversation, it's not like a sitcom where somebody finishes talking and the next person starts talking. You talk over each other. That's how people have conversations. So this has been a challenge for everybody. But how are you guys doing health-wise and sanity-wise in New York right now? Well, a couple of things. None of us are sane, so it works to our advantage that <laughs> so we have a low standard. Uh, Health-wise, I failed the immunity test, so I have not had it yet. Two two people in my family were positive for it. Mm. Um, don't remember their names. I'm more into myself. Um, but that I got tested. I was tested negative. You know, uh, Fox has not really been overrun with it. They've been unbelievably uh, cautious and I think judicious in how we did it. They didn't. They just immediately fanned out, set up home studios or local studios, and wanted to continue. First, they wanted to set an example and separate us within the studio. Then they said, you know what? I don't think we should risk it. Just yeah. separate. So I think there's only a few people coming into the studio right now, but I think that's got to change soon. Yeah. And then there's going to be no hair and makeup and things like that. But everything's changed. I mean, how many people are investing in ad dollars now? Mm. How many people have a product that needs publicity? Even if you have great ratings, do you have a product that needs the platform? Yeah. That affects the salespeople, except... If you're in Fox Sports, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. What if you're in ESPN? You, you're not doing anything Yeah. for another month. And guess what? Your salary's still getting paid. Yeah. And there's still a, you paid money for leagues that's not airing. You know, NASCAR's coming up, but there's going to be no fans. So it is just a challenge after a challenge after a challenge. It's amazing how everything's linked. Yeah. We're going to talk about the book here in just a second. I'm really excited about this. I, but and let me let me just ask you, first of all, because you've raised a good question. People keep throwing around terms like new normal. Does that strike you as weird, odd? Is it? Is it? I find it just, I don't like it, this whole new normal concept. That's caving. My thing is, we understand the virus. We all went to school on it. We understand they don't know everything about it. And do not sit us at home anymore. Yeah. I understand the disciplines out. We understand the risks. We understand who's mostly at risk. Protect the most vulnerable. Absolutely. Underlying conditions will take care of it. You shouldn't be penalized. But I want in. Yeah. I want to do the things that are necessary to get back in that building, to get to get tested on a regular basis, make sure no one's susceptible, uh, that doesn't have to be. I want to go to a restaurant. If it's a third full, fine. And if you want to, if you're a, you own a restaurant, I think you should have a chance to save your livelihood. Mm. I don't think you should watch it dine and die in the vine and wither. I think enough. These governors are being punitive in many cases by now. Yeah. I'm looking at what they're doing. They're going, oh, my state's not ready. No, no. Maybe one portion of your state's not ready, mm. but the rest might be. Get out of your state house, drive around to your main streets. See what these people need. You'll be surprised how conscientious they are uh, about their business, their sports store, their bait and tackle shop, their dealership. They want people coming back feeling safe. There's going to be a self-free market way of regulating. And I think we should have the shot to 
to survive right now yeah. instead of sitting on the sideline. I see these pictures of Manhattan, and it's really crazy. I remember one of the times when I was in the city uh, a couple of years ago, my wife and I were walking down the street. We looked across. We were, we were just down going downhill from Avenue of the Americas there, and I, I saw you. You were bundled up in the uh, in your overcoat there, and you were fighting the wind and the crowds and moving through. And then, and then you see that. you know, Here's a hustle and bustle over there, and now it's just empty streets. Uh, it's, it's really kind of eerie to see that. Uh, not you know it, for me from pictures and video of this thing, it's it's a crazy deal. Yeah, I, I went in last Monday at three o'clock, and then I went in last Thursday at around one o'clock. And I will not get in a car in Manhattan and try to get to Long Island after one o'clock, one thirty, right? Because you just sit in traffic. It's a forty-five minute ride that takes two and a half hours. So I'm always on mass transportation, and to get around the city, nobody has a car. I'm sure you're not aware of that because. The parking so much, and you're better off on subways. Mm. So to go in there at three o'clock, one o'clock, and see no traffic at all is stunning. And to think with every day there's no traffic, as annoying as it is, that means there's no deliveries, there's food purchases, there's no selling, it, there's nobody in a gym, there's nobody in a building, there's there are people bailing on their rents because they don't want to live there anymore. I, I look around and I and I feel the pain of the emptiness. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the solaceness of the moment. Yeah, and I just wonder how much is preventable. Yeah, well, these are historical days, and you're a historian. Uh, that last time I that time I was up there, I just picked up the hard copy of uh, the Andrew Jackson Miracle of New Orleans. You signed it for me, and uh, one of the things you said was keep history alive. And uh, you know, this is a historic moment we're living in. This is one of those things that historians are going to look back on and say this was a time in America where nothing else was like it. We'll see how that comes out. But the book, uh, it's been out for a little while. The hard, the, I'm sorry, the soft back, the, the paperback comes out tomorrow. Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. I see you're wearing your American flag, Texas flag pin there. God bless you, man. That's the beauty of Texas. We're already social distanced because we've got such a big state here. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, it's just so funny, too, is that, you know, people go, well, what makes Texas, Texas? Well, you just saw the salon owner. Yeah. Uh, and the salon owner goes, wait a second. This is, I'm into following the rules, but when the rules, it's when it's me, my, my existence, the people that work for me, I'm fighting. Yeah. And that's really what I found out with this story for the longest time as a New Yorker uh, who lived in L.A. for a while. Everyone has their own history. Virginia has their own history. Obviously, Boston has theirs. But in but they were never a country. Mm-hmm. Texas was a country. So I just thought, well, that's their story. Then when I realized Americans fought it to the degree they did, when I realized Americans went there and organized it to the degree it was, when I realized it was actually in the Louisiana Purchase, guys like Thomas Jefferson and Andrew Jackson were swearing a stack of Bibles. And Sam Houston was it. And it was kind of traded off for Florida by the Spanish who ends up losing control of it anywhere. When I realized they were fighting for liberty, which 60 years earlier we were fighting against another mighty power against, I realized people can resonate with this story. And I also know America wouldn't be the same place without Texas. And it almost didn't happen. And to see this guy evolve, Sam Houston, who drank too much, who showed lack of discipline, kind of a lazy kid who wouldn't go to school and ended up having this Uh, living with the Cherokee Indians, being first American Indian advocate, and then fighting heroically, fearlessly, and he should have died in the War of 1812, where I opened, and then to watch him grow within the tutelage of another famous American named Andrew Jackson, and then to see him again in America's history. The perfect man at the perfect time is in the perfect place, from Eisenhower to Washington. We see it over and over again, 
And that's who Sam Houston was. At 30, he wouldn't have been the right guy. At 20, he wouldn't have been the right guy. But after his life experience as governor of Tennessee, as a, as a military officer, and as a warfighter, he was the guy with a, with a reputation to get people's attention. He was probably the only guy that could have pulled off what he did. Yeah, I you know being in Texas now twenty years, I, I you know I'm a transplant. I'm I'm what would have been a Texian, right? I here's I'm a, I've been here twenty years. I love this state. I love this place. Uh, it is the center of the universe to me. I've, I've immersed myself in the culture and the history of it. And and so many times people will tell you they say we'd rather be Texans than Americans, right? And and then you have folks who say. Uh, well, unless you were born here, you're not truly a Texan. But so much of the Texas history was built on men who were not from Texas originally. Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, these places. And that's the story you're telling. And they chose to go. Yeah. And they said America was not new enough. It was not open enough. It was too clicky, too expensive. Or running from the law, running from a bad marriage. Or I just wanted to, I lost everything. Some mm. of the smartest people in the world were just going bankrupt. You know, Washington, Jefferson, Madison, they all died with no money. Mm -hmm. Jackson ended up with money in the end. He started with nothing. And Sam Houston, the same thing. Got it all, lost it all. Got it all, lost it all. And a lot of these men and women would go, you know what? We got to go. Where do you go? Got to go to Texas. Mm -hmm. Go out west to go to Texas and go there. And again, the American ingenuity took an area that could not develop under anybody else. But Americans found a way, depending on each other, holding up their end of the bargain and uh, it was like a American all-star. Uh, they were fiercely independent. There were no infrastructure or promises, no Social Security or 401k. They went down there with the hope and promise of something better, no guarantees, yeah. which brings me to today. No guarantees that the coronavirus is not going to hit us. No, there's a very small chance it'll kill us, <laughs> but staying home and not fighting mm. will destroy us. Yeah. And all Texans wanted was an opportunity, and all Americans want now, for the most part, I hope, is that chance to be successful again, because the world cannot survive if we dip down. What I added at the end, uh, what I think you might appreciate, I start with the War of 1812, bring it to the Texas Revolution, but end with the Civil War, mm -hmm. which you might know that Sam Houston was governor and wanted no part of it. He knew it was hundreds of thousands would die and we and Confederacy would lose. And he said, stay out. They outvoted him. So he goes, I quit. And he mm -hmm. left. Lincoln tried to bring him, bring him back in. And that's what I added to the epilogue, which you don't know about. Which only is only in the paperback. Yeah, well, folks need to get the paperback, and I'll tell you if 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 you if you love history and you love storytelling, Brian Kilmeade is the best there is at it. And I find myself reading your books, Brian, basically in two sittings. You know, I mean, they're really good. And how, but I want I want to know what's your interpretation if you look at that history, and now if you come out and say, hey, America needs to get back to work, people need to get back to these opportunities they have, and people people come out and they say on social media in various places, you just want people to die, you're not willing to distance, you just want people to die. What happened to that bravado, that courage, that ability to go out and say, I'm willing to take a stand for what's right in spite of the cost? I have I have some theories. I have not been out usually as much as I have. You know, I, I go to all these cities. I, I do it on the weekends, and I could really get an idea of what the American people think because I see so many people. But now I'm not really seeing people, but I'll mm. give you an idea. I, I don't think it's hard to appreciate something you've always had. Mm -hmm. You've always had protections. You've always had an infrastructure. You've always had a family, for the most part, or some type of societal um, uh, net. 
And I'm not saying, you know, a lot of countries have more than us. And a lot of people complain about that. But if you had to fight for freedom, you appreciate it more. If you know you lost, you, you lost, you have nowhere to live. You're going to fight to the deaths. Andrew Jackson talks about fighting. He was going to fight the British right up the Mississippi because we had nowhere else to go. So in, in Texas, they're like, okay, it's getting kind of bad. I'm going to go to Texas. I, it's, I'm going to, you know, I don't like in the Northeast. I'm going to go out West, Midwest. But after 100, 200 plus years, we, we are the number one economic and military mm. superpower in the world. How can we not get soft? First generation multimillionaires are going to raise kids in luxury. It's not the kid's fault. They don't know what it was like living in a one room apartment that you grew up in with your parents. Mm. So I think we've got to rediscover some toughness. And I think the president, it's politically dangerous, has to almost say that. And of course, they're going to come back and say 70,000 are dead. How dare you? Well, it's 99.6% chance you're going to survive. Here is the downside. Economic ruin is going to bring physical and mental destruction to the family. Mm-hmm. We see the alcohol, the drug abuse, the domestic abuse going through the roof. And the world is not a safe place without a strong America. And if I could, we could ask a bunch of guys and women to make $35,000 a year and take out Afghanistan and Iraq and the Al-Qaeda presence in North Africa and bin Laden in Pakistan, can we do? Can we go out there and just make our deli successful? Can we? <laughs> can we get Dick's Sporting Goods? Can I get my job at Dick's Sporting Goods as a manager? And can I get that back? You know, can I learn to put arrows on the Ford and tell us everywhere to walk like we can at the <laughs> pharmacy and the food store? I'm not asking you to go invade another country. I'm asking you to reclaim your livelihoods and make it so great that people want to come and see you. And if you want to call me the enemy of the people, I just I just think I want to support the people that want to support their families. There it is. Brian Kilmeade, the host of Fox and Friends, and also the Brian Kilmeade Show. You can get it where podcasts are offered. You can also get it on SiriusXM. Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. That's the book. I want people to go get it. Uh, get, the, get the paperback. It's got things that the hardback doesn't have. So I want to encourage you to go get it. Brian, thanks for hanging out with us today, man. Thanks. Great job. Stay Appreciate safe. It. Take care. All right. God bless. That's right. You too. Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. Uh, don't just get that book. Get all of Brian Kilmeade's books. Uh, if you are a fan of history and you really want it from a true historical narrative storytelling perspective that brings these people to life, get the books. Uh, thanks for t- thanks to him for coming on the show today. And I want to say we appreciate you guys. There are those of you who are out there who support us every single night. You come to us and you are truly a part of what we do. This this craziness that's gone on in our world, it's affected everybody in a different way. Uh, some of us have gone through it and it's made us a little more depressed. In, in some ways, it's drawn us closer together. I don't know what you're dealing with, but I do know, uh, like Brad said, get the help that you need if you're truly dealing with it. Don't allow something temporary to affect you permanently the idea of suicide 
is a reality. It's more than just an idea. It's not a theory. Call the suicide hotline. Talk to someone who can truly help you. Know that we're praying for you. Know that we uh, are are here in terms of, of the support that we bring you every day on the show. And we hope we encourage you and give you a reason to smile and to laugh. And just know that we love you guys. We really do. And we appreciate the love that you give us. We don't want to see anybody, anybody lost to this thing in any way, shape, or form. Go to watchchad.com. Hopefully one day we'll be able to get back out on the road and come see you. And also go to blazetv.com slash chad. You can get $30 off right now. We love y'all. God bless. Talk to you soon. Bye. 